G'day, mates. Welcome back to the Sered and Under podcast. I'm coming to you from the beautiful Melbourne. Alistair looks like he's in a prison cell, but Alistair, it's good to have you back. Uh, glad they gave you some time out of your cell to come record the app this week. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, good behaviour for the week. So um out in the rec yard now, um, you know, just... Me and the boys just kicking back. Um, yeah, look, it's been tough ever since the uh, ever since the sentence was handed down. But you know, the podcast must go on. Mate, tell us where are you? Because it's not the beautiful Gold Coast that we're used to seeing you with a nice backdrop of of a beautifully well lit room with heaps of natural light. You're in some weird brick looking building in the middle of nowhere. Tell us a little bit what's going on. Mm, well, it's not that exciting. Um, I mean, it really shows my commitment to this so rare podcast. Um, so all 25 of you out there who are listening to this intently, you're welcome. Uh, I am just traveling back from a work trip um, and kind of just stuck in a small country town population of about seven. Um, couldn't spot any dinner spots on the way in, so I might be going hungry tonight, but I'm going to be feasting on our so rare discussion. So it's all good. Amazing. If there was any reason or motivation to like subscribe subscribe to the youtube subscribe to the the spotify it is is this the dedication that we're going to to bring you these weekly that's apps right so you I'm, don't miss I'm, out on any of our in-depth discussion that's right that's right i'm recording from a jail cell so give us a like Mate, it was um, it was another tough week on this reference uh, obviously a couple of weeks ago we started pretty brightly um I know your game week sort of was ruined right from the get-go. There's nothing worse than Saturday morning you wake up and two out of your best lineups are already dead. Yeah, it was a real uh, go f*** on a weekend. Uh, I think that's the best way to sum it up. Um, you know, Twitter is ablaze with go f***. I think it was a real go f*** weekend for everyone else. I'll bleep all these go f out, so it's okay. Don't worry. Uh, kiddies at You're going to have your... Um, um, yeah, it didn't, didn't start. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, I was just, you've really cut yourself up for some work here with the editing, but I love it. Keep going with your go f um, tangent, please. That's right. As long as we don't throw in too many more go f should be fine. Um, I'm pretty good with the old beeper there, so we should be all good. So no more go fucks. Um, but yeah, it, it, just, it just went badly. Uh, it was one of those weekends where I kind of, I'd given up by about midway through Saturday afternoon. Um, and then it just kind of got worse from there. I did actually manage to pull a few rewards. Um, it's in saying that, but nothing too uh, nothing too exciting to write home about. What about yourself? Uh, brought home my very first ever tier five. Obviously, the new tiers coming in um, managed to scrape in by point six of a point. They always say congratulations. Uh, Again, I mean, the man is becoming a cult hero. Buttery Joe, more like, you know, lock it down Joe. Three clean sheets in a row. We thought it couldn't lock be done. Down, Joe. Super the man glue continues Joe. to deliver. Um, super glue Joe. Oh, it's all sticky. It's just, I had some regret. It was purely my fault. I'm horrible at Sorare. I'm terrible at the game. Uh, not putting in Tom Hay. I went for the for the, the, the lure that Lucas Elrayan offers of that potential 100, and he gave me a big fat 33. Had I put in Tom Hay, I probably would have been coming home with a tier three. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, that's, that's, that's Zeller for you. He's going he's gonna to bring you up, and then he's going to let you down. Never gonna give 
Um, he likes to bang hundreds when he's not in a lineup, that's for sure. Um, yeah, so tell us all about this Tier 5. So I believe, so I think the talk of the town this week, uh, you know, I think we can all agree. The last couple of months have been rough. There's been complaints. There's been people leaving the platform. There's been Twitter meltdowns. There's been go fucks. Leave that one out. Um, but this week, everyone's happy. Everyone got good rewards. Everyone's opening these rewards. It's like Christmas Day. Everyone's opening, you know, these incredible tier threes that they never thought were possible. I'm winning. I'm winning. Uh, and you were a, a worthy re- recipient of a, of a pretty good tier five, I must say. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, considering I'm pretty sure I was one of the very last uh, rewards in all of All-Star, I mean, flashback four months ago, that is a guy who's come off the bench once two weeks ago from the, you know, the Chilean league, and he's 45 years old. Here I am pulling, you know, Mario Hermoso, uh, a defender from Atletico Madrid. You know, nothing crazy, but for the bottom of tier five, baby, we will take it. We'll take that shit. (laughs) So you've got a, a champion Europe defender. Uh, who starts for one of the best clubs in Europe as a tier five. So I, I, I it's quite funny to see all this unravel after you pulled that card because um, I was quite surprised that you got such a good card for coming so low. Um, turns out the next day, Sorare released a statement saying, we, we screwed all that up. People who were meant to get tier fives got tier threes. It was all kind of everyone got way too much too too like the cards they got were way too good, <laughs> uh, and that won't be happening again. <laughs> so, oh, you're kidding! After the first time in, I think the history of Sorare, everyone's happy with their rewards, and then they come out and say, "Yeah, sorry about that. That was a mistake. We'll never be doing that again." <laughs> Are you saying boor burns? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So, so my, if this was if this was the one week for me to like have not played the wrong dude and actually got a good reward, I could have. I'm assuming everyone else was getting messies, right? If I'm getting, you know, Mario in a tier five, tier twos, you, you're getting a, a Mbappe super rare. I think so. Yeah, you really missed it. I mean, how do you think I feel? This is the one week I j- decided to do terribly. I pulled a tier five, and it's just a straight tier five. There was no, I didn't get any like, oh, here's a. Uh, you know, uh, Karim Benzema accidentally. I didn't get any of that. I got all, uh, I got all rubbish. Okay, all right, that's fine. Okay, okay. So, yeah, it's um, it's quite frustrating to think if only we had been better at this game this one week, we could have been walking out of here with a pair of Mbappe super rares. Sorry, guys. I, I was gonna, you know, kick it up the other end and just put one. Right in their fucking goal hole, but no dice. <laughs> now, I do have a problem with this, though. And I, I, look, I know you made fun of me during the week because you were, you were giving me shit saying, I put the wrong guy in. You're an idiot. You stuffed up. You cost yourself heaps. And I said, look, I actually did do the right thing. I actually, I, I wasn't sure if Tom Hay was going to be back. I didn't want any uncertainties in my best lineup. As we learnt the week before, I wasn't sure if he got over his you know, tuberculosis or whatever it was that he'd gotten the week before. And I wasn't sure if he's going to come back. Osteoporosis. Osteoporosis. Guys, my bones are getting squishy. Close enough. And the man comes back on the bench. Now, I'm also the most unlucky player in the world. Of course, he gets an assist and bangs out a 70 off the bench. But 
my logic was correct in that he was coming off the bench. Therefore, I am a genius. I'm just not rewarded for it. Thank you for listening to my TED talk. Yeah, well, I mean that if that doesn't, I hear a lot of people out there in the t- so rare world talking about, oh, he's a good so rare manager. He knows what he's doing. He plays good lineups. My name's John Nellis. That is the prime example of how no skill is involved in this whatsoever. My name's John Nellis. Lucas Celerayan against Toronto, who have been a pretty defensively weak team historically. That's your option versus Tom Hay. His bones are still weak from the osteoporosis. He's coming off the bench against Ajax. I think you made the right decision, but ultimately you made the wrong decision, and that's why you've got a Mario Hermoso and not an Mbappe Super Rare. And I'll never forgive myself, ever. And you shouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But we move on. We move on. We move on. We move on wins and upwards. Um... I guess we should probably talk about our favourite boys in green. Our boys, uh, some slightly more green than others, it must be said. A lot of yellow for our green boys. Um, A lot of (laughs) yellow for our green boys this week. Um, Maxi Arnold was suspended um, for being a dick. Um, Jonas Wind got the starting spot back, so things are looking up in Windy Blast Fast Town. I am the angry crab of trapped wind. Ooh. Um, he didn't score any goals, though. That is the problem about Windy. He doesn't. He yeah. doesn't score yeah. goals. I don't think I've loves, ever seen him score a goal. Loves to play. Loves to run out with the boys. Not scoring heaps of goals for a starting striker. No. We, weirdly, he's the only professional striker in world soccer that's never scored a goal. Ooh, burn. Um, but I believe, I believe in Windy. I believe, I believe in the Cyclone. I believe that he can do it for us this weekend. I think we've got our full stack back. Uh, everyone's back on deck. So I've got high hopes, but, uh, otherwise pretty shite from the Wolfsburg boys this weekend. Yeah, look, they've been a little bit underwhelming. I'm certainly glad we didn't go all in and buy a rare stack. Um, they've been very underwhelming. But I will say this, Alistair, um, Jonas, Windy Boy, he might be the next Nicholas Storm. Now, for those that know Nicholas Storm, uh, plays for Mechelen in the Dupla League. Now, this is a man that when he is on, he is on fire. You cannot stop the man. He's scoring goals. He's getting assists. He's racking up double decisives. But as you know too well, Alistair, Nicholas Storm, if he gets in a form slump, the man forgets how to play football. Maybe maybe our boy Jonas Wind is in a form slump and he, like the king that is Nicholas Storm, will come back triumphant and start banging in goals alongside Maxi Arnold. I'm seeing it. I can see the future, mate. Mm. I like to think of, you know, this is a bit of a Pokemon evolution in which you've got you know, your basic starter model in Jonas Wind, Windy Boy. He then, you know, under the light of the full moon, evolves into Nicola Storm, and then eventually you get Johnny Hurricane. It's evolving! I haven't seen Johnny Hurricane's Soraya cards. I don't think they've been minted yet, but, I mean, that's really what we're aiming for. So I think if we can just continue to nurture our, our small child, Jonas, one day he could become a mighty Hurricane. That's right, Alistair. We've got to keep the faith, and one day we will get we will get to that Wolfsburg pin. I, I don't want you to lose hope. That Wolfsburg pin is not within 
not without, not out of our reach just yet. We still have a hope. Um, I can't wait to wear it proudly. And I wear the badge because it's a job that I enjoy doing. Okay, so last week we discussed where do we see Sorare in five years. This week it's all about the end of Europe. Europe's coming to an end. MLS, Asia, Brazil, all the likes, they're going to come to the forefront. That's going to be the main football that's happening, apart from, I think, was it Norway? Um, and that's where everyone's going to turn their attention. Now, of course, you and I, we both have a couple of, of European players. We know that Europe is the safety blanket of good scores. But with what comes with that is these guys are actually good at football and could get a transfer at any minute. Yes, the transfer window is, you know, enough to send send a shiver down the spine of any Sorare manager. Um, it's it's taken some of my most prized possessions from me in the past. Um, it's caused me to make many panicked, you know, negotiations on Discord where I've sold someone for pennies um, after buying them for thousands of dollars. Um, look, it's it's the worst time of year, and I think everyone is kind of just pretending that it's not coming, uh, but it's coming, baby, and it's going to break some hearts. But it can also create some great opportunities. So I think today would just be a good opportunity to, like, dive into who's coming off contract, who's, you know, looking hot on the summer European transfer market, um, and see if we can try and, like, help everyone get ahead of that that kind of panic panic couple of weeks in in june so um you've put together a couple of uh couple of players that you reckon could get a an unfavorable move what have you got yeah yeah so we've got a couple um firstly kick off uh in the italian league uh randall colo masani hopefully i'm saying that right i'm notorious for saying names perfectly uh he and alongside every man and his dog are linked quite heavily to Man United. So um, the Ford from Milan, absolutely crushing it this year. I think he's valued at around 0.45. Milani? There you go. Oh, Playing on the money. Frankfurt. I don't know where you got yes. Milan from. So close. So close. Are you, sh <laughs> are you showing your encyclopedic knowledge of football again, Simon? Uh, I don't understand nothing today. It Randall Colo from Inter Milan. <laughs> it's a good start. It's a good start. Better, okay. man. Come on. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, linked to Man United, who I'm assuming is in the Premier League. Um, I clearly know nothing. But yeah, 24 years of age. Uh, I think they're offering a fair chunk of money to get him across. I think $120 million um, for the French striker. Wow. Scored some goals there for a while. Got a couple of red cards. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Let's add him to the list. He's dead! Creating a watch list, which you can all uh, join. Uh, we're going to add a few more to it today. But, um, yeah, look, if you uh, follow that watch list, you can uh, add any to there to you, that you like. Okay, what's next? Now, this one I do. I'm, I'm pretty confident i got the right team. Uh, this man's actually been crushing it in the Champions League. Victor Osimian, uh yep. from Napoli, also linked to United. Um, unlike our boy mm. Randall there, this man has actually been crushing. Ooh. Like, look at his scores. Whew. Look I mean, at Napoli those greens. Have just been, Napoli and Benfica 
have been the the two stacks to have um, this year. They've just been destroying everyone. Um, currently going for 0.82. So you're right. I can absolutely see him going to somewhere like Man U. I think he probably will still do well, but you've got to think he's a Julian Alvarez type where he might come off the bench, you know, every second or third game. So definitely a future dead guy. He's dead! And sticking on the Napoli theme, this name is going to give me nightmares, but uh, Kavitscha Kretzkelia? Can you help me out that's in that department? Exact, that's exactly... God, I, can you spell it? There he is. Let's just call him <laughs> Karen. All right, so Karen, right. tell us about him. So Karen, under 23, um, also just like our boy Victor, has been crushing for Napoli. Uh, another one that is heavily linked to Europe again, Man United, they're in the conversation. Um, be interesting to see how many of these potential targets they pick up. But he, like you said, could be another one that uh, dominates in the um, in Serie A. He's also done very well in Champions League, mind you, but another it's a whole other step if he gets a Premier League move, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's still... Oh. Oh, he's only 22 years old. Good Lord. Not uh, Napoli have got some absolute wonder kids. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. The only way for this guy to go is the Premier League. He's not going to go down. Um, maybe they can, they can keep him at, uh, at Napoli, but yeah, you'd have to think someone who's scoring with this regularity is going to get snapped up. He's dead! Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Napoli does, actually. Like, if they sell all of these guys, do you just sell them and have this massive war chest? Like, obviously, they're not going to keep these guys long-term. Is it just a case of sell them, make your millions, and then and then rebuild from there? I think... I don't know much about Napoli, but I know that, like, Benfica are, are an example of a club where... And River Plate in uh, South America are another good example where... All of that money that they get from selling, you know, your Enzo Fernandez's and your Julian Alvarez's, all that money goes into developing and finding the next big thing. So there's basically just this rinse and repeat of find a young player, bring him through, break him out to the world, sell him to Europe, make a shitload, reinvest that into more. So I'm assuming Napoli will probably do the same thing. I mean, Napoli have always had good players. Um, you know, obviously they've got a lot of good young players at the moment. So, yeah, I dare say they'll gut their team over the over the summer and start again, find the next big thing. Another one that's linked to the Premier League, this one pretty heavily, uh, your boy, you no longer have. I think you sold um, because of uh, European transfer risk and he's gone on to score about six uh, dark greens in a row, Grimaldo from Benfica. <laughs> Uh, heavily linked with Arsenal, Fulham, and Nottingham Forest. Mm. Um, 27, Oof. playing for Benfica. I could definitely... Look at those greens. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is the GOAT. I mean... Nice, Gary! I mean, I don't think anyone has performed as well as this guy this year. Like, hundreds for fun, dark greens. I mean... Oof. He's like a, he's like a, a rich English spinach, this guy. He's so dark green. What? But as you can see, he's priced at only 0.67. So I think people are starting to get the um, they're starting to get the picture that this guy might not be around for very long. So he's dead. Maybe the uh, the, the slide has begun. But 
who knows? This could be one where I know I know Benfica want to keep him, so potentially there could be a last minute. You know, the deal falls through, no one pays the money they they need, and you know he could stick around and be scoring goals for another week and another week, another year or so. So, um, look, it's a very just risky play, week. but but one week yeah, just one more week. <laughs> He's ours for another week. <laughs> um, just potentially, there's a. <laughs> Potentially, uh, potentially, there's a bargain to be had, um, which I guess is the flip side of this conversation. Any of these players where the rumours are running around, um, I remember Hans Van Aken, last transfer window, everyone was saying he's going to West Ham. His price went from like 1.5 ETH down to 0.5 ETH, and I know that a bunch of people got a bunch of bargains uh, that week because he ended up not going to West Ham, and you know he's still a Bruges. Granted, not performing very well. But, yeah, for those people with uh, strong stomachs who want to take a few gambles, you know, now's the time. Another one, uh, this is a man that's close to your heart, uh, Jao Mario, also linked oh, to S2, United. Don't you dare. <laughs> which, now, which Jao Mario? Are you sure it's the Benfica one? I'm pretty sure on this one, mate. Okay. What shirt okay. is he wearing there? I mean, this is, yeah, he's wearing his uh, Locomotive Moscow jersey. Uh, I mean, th- this guy's ridiculous. He was so underpriced for so long. I'm so glad I picked one up. He has been crushing, but I, I've got to admit, I have been thinking lately, 0.72, I could probably avoid some headaches if I can uh, get rid of this guy in the next couple of weeks. So... Who knows? It's, uh, it might make me very, very sad. The title of this week's video is When It Hurts Too Much to Live. I know that he's signed with Benfica for a while, so they'd have to like pay a transfer fee to get him out, but he could very quickly, yeah, go and die somewhere. He's dead! This is, this is, he's probably one of the most frustrating players in my Surrey history because I wanted to get him badly. Like This was before he went on that massive run, and I had Zellerian, I wanted to sell Zeller, to get him, and they were the same price. Couldn't sell Zeller because they just announced the Premier League, and then since then he's gone and done that, and just this most incredible run of dark greens. And every week it's just so hard seeing that notification come through and what could have been, you know. Uh, moving on. Um, the next one is now. Qu- correct, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but am I right in saying that I've seen some rumours of uh, Wendell from Zenit to Arsenal? It will. I think you could probably um, bundle all the Zenit boys into this uh, into this camp. I mean, he's going for 0.585, which is pretty ridiculous. I mean, he hasn't scored that well the first two weeks back. Well, 62 and 50 without a decisive. It's not bad. Yeah, what a, what but... a snob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. What a loser. Um, I think Wendell is definitely one. I think uh, I know Wilmar Barrios is uh, looking to leave and go to the Premier League. And I think Malcolm was looking at going to the PS, uh, PSV, PSG. So I think, I mean, if, you, if you're a team as good as, as Zenit that are just destroying everyone, and I think if we're being honest, if you're a player in Russia right now, you probably, you know, the idea of going to Spain or, or Paris or even, you know, Nottingham um, is pretty appealing. So I, yeah, certainly wouldn't be surprised to see a bit of a... Uh, clean house at Zenit um, over the uh, next couple of months. Uh, Another one that's been confirmed 
is uh, this one's actually been pen to paper and cuckoos going to Chelsea. Another player uh, that Chelsea has signed. Ridiculous. He went to Chelsea quite a while ago. But he's like, been injured. In... Oh, okay. That's... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here Breaking first, guys. Breaking guys, news. Breaking and Cuckoo news. signed for Chelsea United. four months ago. Hi, guys. Alistair here. I'd just like to interrupt this podcast to let you know that I... I'm an idiot. Turns out Nkuku did not sign with Chelsea four months ago. In fact, Simon was right on the money and that he is just about to sign a contract with Chelsea. Once again, I'm an idiot. Sorry for the interruption. What? Shit. Oh dear. Um, okay, I was doing so well up to that point. Uh, there's always bound to be one. Given, to be fair, I, I started off with a guy from the wrong team. Um, Daniel Munoz from Genk. He's been performing well in the Jupiler League. Mm. Where's he going? Is he staying? Is he moving clubs in Belgium? Is he going to move to Europe and just be rubbish? Are you just trying to hurt me? Are you just are you just literally listing all of my players? Mate, you're living on the edge. You need to wake up to yourself. Go buy <sighs> some shitty MLS players. I'm I'm I mean you're right. MLS is always the answer. He's going for a, for very cheap, considering how inform him and Genk have been. Um, he hasn't been scoring that well lately. But he's been one of the best performers all season, so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I have heard that he could go to Brazil, in which case well, that's probably not great either, but I definitely prefer he stays at Genk. I think the problem with those Belgian players is that they're at that level where they're good and, like, it's a good quality league, but they're not quite good enough that when they do get that move to a better European club, they kind of just suck. Like, they really need to, mm. like, go to, like... They're kind of in that weird ground, if that makes sense. Like, if you're in the MLS, it's pretty rare you're going to go straight from MLS to Prem or something like that. But these guys, they're kind of in that in-between level. Yeah, these are the kind of guys that are going to get their big move to Celta Vigo. <laughs> Uh, yes. and just be awful. So from a, from an SO5 point of view, so yeah, you're right. Belgian players are always, unless they're like young wonder kids who play for Bruges, um, most of the time, you know, they're going to, yeah, they're going to get a bit of a, a great move for them. Congratulations to them. Uh, but terrible for SO5. Um, so yeah, I think if you just look through the entire list of challenger players, anyone who's in semi-decent form, you know, tread carefully. That's the hardest thing. I reckon challenge is probably one of the hardest divisions to play. Cause it's like, if you, if your guys do well, that's great, but that probably means they're going to get a move. You want them to do well, but not too well. That's right. You really want to try and find those elder statesmen who are completely finished in their career and they're just content to go back home to Belgium and destroy. You know, you want your, your Jan Vertonghen's, you want your Carlos Heel in the MLS, you know, you want your uh, Burak Yilmaz. <laughs> you want those kind of players where the high life is over Ooh. for them. All they want to do is destroy the Farmers League on the weekend. Yeah, it's the life. <laughs> um, one more that I want to touch on, and in, this one's actually getting oh a move all the way from... MLS to Europe is oh not that he's be performing that well. Paul Ariola to Swansea. <laughs> really? 
Were you okay. expecting that? Well, I'm, I can't say I'm uh, heartbroken. <laughs> I would. I, no, I was not. Um, oh, poorly boy. Okay, so um, what do you think happens to Paul Ariola in Swansea? I think he's going to be rubbish. I don't think he's that good anyway. But for, hey, you never know. There could be a Paul Ariola owner listening to this pod. You know, you know, look mm. out for the, for the minorities. I remember Paul Ariola, and I think he did it this season as well. Like he started, here we go. He started last season with just a, a run of decisives and everyone was like, Paul Ariola is the next big, big thing. Let's see what his price went to. And he's since, you know, he rolls out a decisive once every like six games. So, but let's have a look here. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> So you see that nice big middle finger there, 0.65 someone paid for uh, Paul Ariola uh, back in June last year. Didn't work out that well. Stings. Stings the nostrils. Look, I, start, I, I had a few good ones, mate. There was a, <laughs> I think that pretty much wraps up my, my scouting. Um, have you got any other big names that are on your, on your radar of getting moves? You did a great job. Look, I mean, I'll, uh, you've actually covered quite a lot of mine. Um, what I thought I'd do, so I'll, name, I'll, I'll rattle off a couple others that I think people should be worried about. I won't go into too much depth. Um, Orkan Kokchu from Feyenoord. I think he's been kind of expected to make a move for a while. I think Newcastle are interested in him, where I don't think he's going to get that many minutes. You know, he's certainly not going to be taking sets off Trippier and stuff like that. So... Kotchu definitely would look out for him. Jesper Carlson and Pavlidis from AZ. Uh, I think Carlson's been waiting for a move for years and years, so hopefully that'll be around the corner for him. Um, Tiago Almada and Alan Velasco from the MLS. I think Almada just it's he, ha he there's no way he's in the MLS come July. There's just no way he's been just way too good for the MLS. Uh, I think you're better than me, huh? Um, Javi Simons at PSV. I think there's a clause that PSG can bring him back to the club, in which case he'll be dead again. Uh, Omar Saleh, not looking good. And Maxime de Kuiper, who's been crushing it for Westerlo. I believe he's going to be called back to Club Bruges, in which case he'll lose all sets and pens and all those great things that he's been doing. So They're gone. They're all dead. Um, so keep an eye out. But I thought I'd also just do a little bit of a flip side and kind of, you know, it's not all doom and gloom here on the So Rare Down Under podcast. We also like to look at things through the lens of hope. Um, so here are a couple of players that could potentially are uh, rumoured to have moves that I think would be good from an SO5 standpoint. So first one on our list, let me just share that screen again. First one on our list is a man... I know that we've both very near and dear to. Um, it's our boy, Rudolph. Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. Sorry, mate. Can I just jump in really quickly? It was just really funny there look, when your screen popped up. You said, a man really close to our hearts, and it was just Paul Ariola. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Paul is always close to our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, Paul, I'm sorry. It's all about the reindeer, man. Um, so as we all know, Tijani went on a bit of a run last year. You had probably the proudest moment of your Soraya career uh, when you bought his limited, uh, flipped it for a massive profit, bought it back again, and then flipped it once more. 
Uh, I think that was pretty much like your Wolf of Wall Street moment. Um, but now there may be another opportunity for you again. Uh, young Tijani has been linked with Ajax, uh, and we know full well how well uh, players who go to Ajax typically do, as long as they're starting. Um, he could be a bit of an AA machine over there at, at Ajax if they you know, continue to dominate the way they have the last month or so. So could be a good one to look at. Only 0.239 for the rare right now, which I think is pretty good compared to what he was, you know, a couple of months ago. Um, and yeah, if he gets that move, that could be massive. And worst case, he just stays at AZ. And once Carson leaves, he becomes, a, you know, should crush again. Yeah. Or he goes to, um, you know, Southampton and sucks. Um, a couple of others here. So these are mostly older players um, that, you know, have bit past their glory days but as we know with the old bulls um like we just said they return to nicer pastures and destroy until their old age um i think everyone's probably been waiting for this move for a couple of years but i think eden hazard could finally make his move from real madrid to somewhere a little bit more you know a little bit softer on the old ankles um you know, I can totally see him being a, you know, big MLS signing, you know, at Inter-Miami or Atlanta or something like that. Uh, I can totally see Eden Hazard there. Uh, same goes for Jesse Lingard. I think there's been rumours for him heading to LAFC in the past, which I would not be surprised by at all. I think he said he wants to be an actor or something. So, I mean, God knows, but um, good for LAFC if that one materialises. <laughs> um, a couple that are a little bit, uh, less cynical, I suppose. Um, DeVry, DeVry, Stefan DeVry, um, currently playing for Milan, I believe. No, yes, into Milan. Um, I don't th I think his contract is expiring. He hasn't really been playing very much for Inter. He used to be a bit of a crusher, um, but then he kind of just fell out and hasn't really been playing like consistent minutes for them. Um, I can totally see him going to either back to um, Holland and playing in the Eredivisie or maybe going to like a lower level um, Serie A club. Uh, I can totally see him getting back to being like a real solid, you know, 60, 60 to 70 every week kind of player. Um, the other one is Alfonso Davies. Uh, I think I saw an article recently saying he's pretty keen to like go somewhere where he can get more consistent minutes. Now, you'd think typically if he's, you know, crushing for Bayern, which he is, um, I mean, he's been getting consistent minutes. I don't know what he's complaining about. <laughs> um, I think he's wants to move back to Vancouver Whitecaps. You're right. That's probably what it is. I mean, they did win their Champions CONCACAF League uh, quarterfinal last week, so he probably saw that and was like, sign me up, boys. Sign me up. How many how many CONCACAF quarterfinals have Bayern won? Answer me that. I'll just leave that there. All right, keep going. Just saying. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, rapid fire. We'll get through these last ones. I think uh, Roberto Firmino could get a move back to Brazil. I think everyone's sick of seeing him at Liverpool. Time for you to go back to Brazil where you belong. I think Tony Cruz is not going to retire. I think... T Sorry, mate. Austin Lewis, quickly, yep. <laughs> I, yeah, mate, imagine Roberto Firmino at St. Louis. It would be sick. Oh, he's not going to knock the big man Klaus out of that striker position, is he? 
Yeah, true. It's true. Sorry, I'm I'm interrupting your quick your rapid fire. Please proceed. <laughs> this is the slowest rapid fire ever. That's all right. There's only one more. Uh, Tony Cruz uh, probably will end up, you know, somewhere rubbish. So, well, that was pointless. Hundreds from Tony. Nothing but hundreds. He could I, he'll retire, right? I think he'll retire. Well, nah, I think he'll get a payday somewhere. It'll probably be Saudi Arabia, and I've just convinced everyone to, you know, to to uh, spend money on something that will be worthless in a couple of uh, weeks. But, you know, you never know. It could be, could be the A-League. A-League, yes. Simon, Tony. have we got the A-League yet? Can somebody please tell me when is A-League? Mate, there's still no A-League. I think we're running out of time, Alistair. We've got, like, we're starting to head in towards finals. I don't know if they want to drop cards right before finals time, but look, my, my Danny Vukovic is burning a hole in my in my pocket in my gallery. Um, remember you were talking about how I made the smart move with <laughs> reindeers? Yeah, that's probably up there with my dumbest ones yet. I mean... It just seems so illogical that the A-League hasn't been brought on yet. I mean, it, it's with all the issues they're having with Asia, you'd have like, surely, you know, now's the time. But like you said, the finals are coming up. Now's not the time. Um, I don't know. It's uh, maybe they'll do what they did with the Scottish Premier League and like release the new cards just as the season is ending. But I don't know. It's uh, It's starting to get a bit hard to keep the, keep the dream alive you know i don't know about you at first when we first started this segment else it was like oh have we got the a-league and i was like oh, no we don't oh, it's so funny now it's like oh, we don't have it <laughs> seriously but i want it now it's not funny anymore i mean just think about what think about what you're doing to us nicholas just think about these tears go fuck Go fuck. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> Blip. Um, all right, cool. Look, I think, I, I mean, we're going to keep adding to this watch list. So anyone out there who's interested, follow it along. Um, anytime we see a rumor, we're going to add someone in there. I think now's the time to be, if, you, if you're risk averse, now is the time to be getting out of those kind of players that, you know, if you think, with common sense are probably going to get a move onto, you know, bigger and better things. Uh, think about what that's going to do for your so rare gallery. Uh, and likewise, you know, start looking out for those players where they're on the outer, they're not getting playing time, but they're really good quality players because those are the types of players that can get a really favorable move. And all of a sudden they're the captain of some Danish league team and they're killing it. So um, yeah, look, plenty of opportunities out there. We're still a couple of months away from, transfer time but now's the time to be uh you know planting some seeds or throwing some seeds out the window what it's good and, and just to, to all those paul Ariola owners hang in there guys i got you <laughs> it's all gonna be okay it's gonna be okay okay um, well let's right, uh well, let's wrap things up we'll look at yeah. the um well yeah great minds think alike let's have a look at i'm assuming you're gonna say the weekend ahead yes no. You you read my mind. Please. <laughs> Turns out the internet isn't that great in jail. <laughs> so, but we're, we're getting there. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if we were going on a super long, awkward pause or what's going on. Um, look, take the wheel, Alistair. Take it. Okay. 
I'm taking it. Um, <laughs> okay, so look, weekend ahead. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. I'm I'm not feeling confident. I don't know about you. I feel like all my good players, uh, it, it's almost worse that they're not just injured. I mean, I'm glad they're not injured, but it's like they've come, they're coming off an injury. Everyone's saying they should be fine, but you don't, you haven't seen them in the starting lineup yet, uh, which is just such a terrifying place to be. I've lost all confidence in Sin Jin Ho, who rolled out a 43 over the weekend. I don't think the Opta guys are doing a good job over there because I can't imagine he's scoring that low. That's just not what Sin Jin does. Um, but it makes me terrified to put him into a lineup. Uh, I don't know. I think my Asian boys are still going to crush it again this week. But other than that, I'm just, I'm a bit lost. What about you, Simon? Surely you've got five crushes ready to go. Tommy Hayes back from his osteoporosis. Are you, are you putting him in? Uh, look, mate, it's it's uh, the constant moral dilemma. I mean, I almost I don't want to put you know lock it down, Joe, super glue Joe in because surely you can't do you know four or five clean sheets in a row. But hell, maybe you can. I don't know, man. Um, you know, my European goalkeeper, he's got an average lineup, so I think buttery Joe goes in. Where my problem problem sorry lies is, I have some incredible matchups, like some triple A. Uh, matchups coming up, but they're kind of split across my American boys and my European guys. Um, I think I'm just going to have to go all tell in. Me, tell me what's, what's the best five? The best five? Well, I think we've got to go Lock It Down Joe. He's no longer Buttery Joe. Lock It Down Joe. Oh, it's um, I mean, Otamende, you know, he'll do Otamende things. Shosasaki will do mm-hmm. Shosasaki things. Um, the problem lies in, in my moral dilemma that has plagued my season so far. Lucas Zorian has a triple A matchup against Red Bulls. Or I go Tommy Hay, who came off the bench last week. Do I welcome him back into the fold? I mean, Tom Hay has a good matchup on paper. I, I it, it scares me to see all those kind of people predicting that he's not going to be starting, but I, I really can't see why not. Like, he's their guy. Um, might need to do a bit of digging into that one and see what's going on. Um, if I were you, I think I'd be going Tommy Hay over, over Zella. Um, yeah, it does make it a little bit tricky for you. I, I can see that, though. Um I think maybe you're going to need to uh, you're going to need to go oh, do it last week and have like your all star team. Yeah, look how that turned out for me. Go on, fucking hopeless. Excuse the language. <laughs> yes, but we we did have this conversation last week where we were talking about the virtues of Tom Hay versus Lucas Celerayan, and you know, with Tom Hay, you know what you're going to get. You're not getting a 33 from Tommy Boy. But Zellerayan could, you know, he's up and down. So I think if you've got good matchups, I think you've got to go with that consistent consistency in there uh, and then go a little bit more kind of balls to the wall in your 270 or your American team or whatever you, you know, choose to put out. The problem with Buttery Joe becoming my number one goalkeeper is that I can't run an American lineup. It would be so much easier if I could run American and be like, all right, Buttery Joe, Mina, Zella, Zampedri, like, awesome. But then this 270 stuff, man, it's so hard. And don't even get me started on 250. That shit is ridiculous. It's impossible.
250 is impossible. How about our boy Claudio Bravo coming out? Yes, he gets a start. Yay. Yay, Claudio Bravo. 10? Are you kidding me? 10 points? Go back to the bench, Claudio. Goodness. Oh, he, he's hurting me, but look, he's our boy. He he does this to us every year. Um, he's he's up, he's down, he's all over the shop. But I mean, that's MLS, so you know you can't really you can't really blame him too too harshly. Mate, I can't even hit two fifty points with a clean sheet, two goals from my striker, and I still can't hit two fifty. <laughs> Why do we not have captains? This is ridiculous. Yeah, I think they've got to change that. I haven't hit 250 since they brought in the threshold. I mean, I haven't really, I've had some terrible luck that my 240 team is just plagued every week with someone DNPing. Um, but yeah, it is tough. I think they either need to let people use their experience, like their XP, or they need to make a captain. They don't have to do like 50% bonus. That's ridiculous. But just like a 20% captain bonus would just make all the difference for those players who are trying to get that threshold. I think it's probably. A little bit on the hard side, but you know, it, it. Like I said, there's a fine line between people who are just complaining because they suck versus people who, you know, whether it is legitimately hard. But I mean, one of your players got a ten, so you know, go fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And then my and captain be, uh... got a red card. It's, yeah, robbed. Robbed, mate. Look, I don't know. I got, I got a lot to work out. I got to spend some time nutting out these these lineups, but I'm not I'm not filled with hope, mate. I'm I'm filled with dread ahead of this weekend, to be honest. <laughs> oh dear. All right. Well, look, I can't wait to um to see how it all rolls out. I can't wait for us all to get horrible rewards next weekend um to make up for the good ones we got this week. Um, hopefully today's discussion was useful for anyone out there. Um, we are going to have to start asking people to like and subscribe as much as it pains us because none of you can see this stuff. So get out there, give us a comment, tell us some great facts about Wolfsburg. Yep, I got we'll none love of you that, forever. But, all right, thanks everyone. Like you said, like and subscribe. Uh, make sure you're tuned in. Follow us on Twitter. Ali comes up with some brilliant content like go fuck. One last little bleep out there for you, mate, and edit. Hope you guys have a good weekend, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.